Are you full of health and wellness information yet struggling to implement into your daily life? Or do you have your health sorted out but struggling to integrate it with your other areas of your life? We've surveyed a number of Wellness Couch fans and recognize that this is the biggest challenge that most of you face in daily life. How do you turn your knowledge into action and a lifestyle? Enter the Wellness Breakthrough. For three days and two nights in February, eight of your Wellness Couch favorites are gathering in Melbourne for one incredible event, and we just have three spots left. Entry to the Wellness Breakthrough is by application only. To apply, simply go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. And apologies in advance if you apply and we're all sold out. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. The Real Food Real is a fresh and educational podcast dedicated to your health. We get real on current research, debunk food myths, and educate you on how to just eat real food. Your host, Steph Lowe, the natural nutritionist, is one of Australia's leading sports nutritionists, passionate about simplifying nutrition and addicted to coconut lattes, smoothies, and sweet potato. If you love the show, then please leave us a review on iTunes. Share the real food reel with your friends and continue to spread the real food love. Hi team and thanks for joining us today on The Reel. Today on the show, we are joined by Dr. Michael Freeman, Principal Dermatologist at the Skin Centre, specialising in cosmetic and laser dermatology. He has more than 30 years' experience in the medical field, and today we discuss the latest research into vitamin B and non-melanoma skin cancer. Hi, Michael, and thanks for your time today. Hi, Steph. Thanks for being here. I'd love for you to start with um, some background information about yourself, please, seeing as it's your first time on the show. Surely. Well, principally, I'm a dermatologist. I am principal here at the Skin Centre, and I have a appointment at the Gold Coast University Hospital and Princess Alexandra Hospital, where I'm a visiting medical officer, and I'm an associate professor of dermatology at Bond University. Sounds like you're very busy. Yes, there's not much, not much time, not much spare time. <laughs> so let's dive into our topic today. I'd love for you to start with. Um... Some of the common skin conditions you see at your clinic that result from sun damage. That's a great question. We have, uh, I would suggest as much as 50% of my work is basically from the sun here at uh, the Skin Centre. We have a large number of people with relatively pale skin that have had too much sun over their lifetime. Now that's in every part of Australia, from Tasmania through to North Queensland um, and across over in the west. The issue, of course, is with that large amount of sun damage, we have a lot of skin cancers uh, predominantly, but interestingly, it also cause, causes degradation of the skin. So we start to see wrinkles and lines coming from the sun, which we can correct with various lasers. Okay, Right. When you say too much sun, how can we define that and how can we teach our listeners what that might be? I think, Steph, the best way we could start was to talk about how much sun is necessary. Mm. So let's talk about vitamin D. To generate vitamin D, we need a small amount of sunlight through the middle of the day roughly about a quarter of the time it might take you to burn, so you can work that out for your skin type. Uh, obviously, it'll be very short if you've got a, a very pale skin and much longer if you've got a darker skin. That time 
generates vitamin D. Now, if you have it on a very small part of your body like the back of your hands, you would need to have that done on a daily basis. But if you have it on a fairly large part of your skin, for example, the areas that would normally be protected by clothes, and you do that once a week, that would be enough to give you all the vitamin D you needed. Now, anything more than that from an ultraviolet perspective is actually damaging to your skin. So I would recommend that that's all you get uh, intentionally and now you try and cover up as best you can with whatever activities you might be doing. Okay, so I think what we see in Australia though is significant levels of vitamin D deficiency and I'm of the of the belief that that has come somewhat from the slip slop massive uh, slip slop slap message because we've been I guess made to be afraid of the sun when certainly we do need the right amount for adequate vitamin D production. What are your thoughts on um, slip slop slap? I'm a big fan of slip slop slap. I think it is the way to go, but I also agree with you that. Uh, we, we can't be completely polarized because we, we become vitamin D deficient, which in itself is a risk, say, for melanoma, for example. So it is important, I believe, to have that small amount of sun exposure. So if you know that, hey, this is the right amount of sun. So, for example, um, I think there's nothing wrong with actually sun baking the areas that are not overly exposed. So you wouldn't ever sun bake your face or probably hands or arms but perhaps from the mid-chest to the uh, mid-thighs, uh, back in you know, the, the small bikini, for example, uh, both sides and doing that for, uh, if you're in Queensland, you'd, you'd do it for five minutes in summer if you have a pale skin and if you're down in Melbourne, you might do it for 10 minutes um, once a week and now you've got your vitamin D dose. Um, now, here's a question. This is a, may, may I ask you a question, Steph? Sure. How much vitamin D is in mushrooms? Oh, I know you need to eat about a kilogram. Well, no. Interestingly, there's virtually no vitamin D in mushrooms um, that have not been exposed to ultraviolet. Yeah, yeah. So now this is, goes back to your thought about, you know, um, natural is best. So if you're picking field mushrooms, interestingly, three small button mushrooms that have had a the appropriate UV exposure will have all the vitamin D you need for a day. Mm. So um, if you're going to, if you put your mushrooms on a tray in the sun for half an hour in the middle of the day, that will be a vitamin D dose. So, you, you know, you could decide which way you're going to get it, I guess, really. Yeah, good point. Now, the other thing is that we do have some people, tragically, that have had way, way too much sun and they have terribly severe solar damage I would never recommend those people lie in the sun intentionally. The only people that I would recommend lying in the sun are people that have not had any sun damage, say, for example, on their tummies uh, and then can afford to have a little bit of uh, sun and it's not going to hurt them. Yeah, great. So is there anything else that we can do to protect our skin from sun damage? We've, we should talk about sunscreens, I think. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are frightened about sunscreens and uh, because they don't think that they're natural or they want to use a natural sunscreen. Now, I would suggest that we look at the technology in some of the new modern sunscreens. If you have a liposomal sunscreen, 
that liposome allows it to penetrate through what we call the outer barrier, which is the stratum corneum, and locks it into the top layer of skin. Interestingly, it won't then penetrate any further. So it just locks it into the dead layer of skin where it can work for up to four hours until it's exhausted, and then it's just shed off like normal skin is uh, on, on a daily basis. That technology will make you way safer than using, say, any other sunscreen, which tends to wash and sweat off. Most people don't realise that the sunscreens are exhausted after four hours and they need to be reapplied. And so that's one important point that we should make about you know, technology of sunscreens. The other thing is that sunscreens are just that. They're a screen like uh, a blind might be. It doesn't actually block all of the sun. And we're really only talking about the UV components because the light and the heat components are not a problem here. The better block would be clothing, for example. If you have clothing you can't see through, that is a complete block and that would be wonderful sun protection. Uh, so that, you know, the hats, the long sleeve shirts, uh, the gloves, uh, if you play golf, I think you should have two golf gloves, not one. Uh, that will make a big difference to you long term. A lot of people, um, we've talked about, you know, what conditions I see in, in practice from the sun. You know, if you look at uh, people who are now perhaps uh, maybe 70 years old and you look at their arms and they'll have lots of bruises on their arms. Interestingly, that's mostly from sun damage, causing long-term damage to the skin so that the blood vessels are no longer supported. And now a little tiny bump will bring up uh, a big bruise. Now, certainly cortisone tablets will, will cause the same sort of problem, but most people don't realise how important the sun is uh, in causing that condition. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Now, do you get um, clients or patients, though, coming into you that have been educated on removing toxins from their life and how do you direct that conversation to talk about brands or the best sunscreen to purchase? It's relatively easy at the moment because there are only uh, two products uh, in Australia, to my knowledge, that have liposomes uh, mm. in delivering the sunscreen. I'm such a fan of it because most of my patients are active. They want to get out. They want to garden. They want to go sailing. They want to go surfing. And in order to do all those things, they need these liposomes to lock it to the skin. So the uh, Actinica uh, is one brand that uh, it's like the Rolls-Royce brand and there's uh, also another brand, Suntivity. And uh, whilst the Actinica is not easily found in the chemist, it's easily found online. Yeah, okay, very good. All right, so I'm interested to talk to you about um, the new research that has just been released in relation to vitamin B3 and skincare. Can you share with us the research and certainly what the study found? Certainly. It was uh, in the New England Journal of Medicine just uh, last week, published from Sydney University. The two main researchers, um, Dr. Diana Damien and Gary Halliday, have been researching vitamin B3, particularly this active derivative nicotinamide, and we'll talk more about that in a minute, uh, as to how it affects the skin and protects the skin from the sunlight. They've known for some time it protects against uh, immunosuppression. Now, immunosuppression means that your immune system is not working so, so well and you might not be able to fight off precancerous and cancerous uh, lesions on the skin. 
so that reducing immunosuppression is a good thing. And unfortunately, the sun does cause immunosuppression due to the uh, way the UV damages the DNA within the, the skin cells. Uh, their PhD student, uh, Dr. Chen, actually published this study as the, as the lead author. And they studied about just under 400 uh, people in the Sydney region over 12 months, uh, half getting uh, the vitamin B3 uh, product, the active form, the nicotinamide. Uh, I think it was the Blackmore's uh, Insula product that they actually used. And they compared that with 50% that didn't have the Insula product. What they found is that there was up to a 30% reduction in squamous cell carcinoma, which is one of the more aggressive non-melanoma skin cancers, 20% reduction in BCCs and uh, about 11% reduction in solar keratosis, all very significant numbers, uh, a very big improvement. So, you know, up to 30% off skin cancer by taking uh, this uh, simple uh, active form of B3. That's pretty phenomenal when we talk about um, cancer and, you know, we see how high the rates are in Australia alone. So can you talk more about the active form, I can't even pronounce it, (laughs) nictinamide? It's a bit of a tongue-tie. Look, I think that we really do need to talk about that, Steph, because B3 is a vitamin that you'd know well, uh, niacin, for example, and it's found in lots of foods. Uh, Vegemite, in in fact, uh, it's got quite a high amount of, of B3, but it's not the active form. To get enough of the niacin that might convert in the body, uh, you would need to eat um, four little jars of Vegemite in one dose. Mm. Uh, Now, the other thing is, and this is probably more important, that the niacin in that equivalent dose causes very significant side effects. It causes the body to flush. Uh, You might uh, drop your blood pressure and feel faint. You can feel sick in in the tummy. Uh, It's really not advisable to take the uh, pro-drug because it doesn't um, agree with most people. Okay. So the active form is of of B3. And what are we... Go on. uh, Sorry, the the active form of B3 is the nicotinamide. Mm. And it's the nicotinamide that does all of the hard work. The niacin is only uh, transferred into nicotinamide in the body and although it's a one-for-one transfer, as I said, you will get quite sick if you took the equivalent dosage, which is 500 milligrams uh, twice daily. Okay. So can you teach us how the supplement works on the skin and, and how the repair process takes place? Nicotinamide uh, is part of the energy cycle, which is found in the mitochondria of uh, everybody's cells. Uh, interestingly, that everyone listening to this um, talk today has mitochondria uh, gifted only from their mother. They don't have any mitochondria from their fathers. So all of the energy um, cells within our bodies are from our mothers. Now, that nicotinamide boosts the energy cycle. And when you get damaged by UV rays, the DNA must repair very quickly. If it doesn't repair, the cells uh, die and and can't function. If you kill the immune cells in the skin, they can't function. They can't alert the body to the fact that there is a uh, 
skin cancer or precancer in that spot. And sadly, that uh, UV suppression can last up to two weeks. So that's why it's so important not to have it, uh, especially if you're getting exposed, if you say you're working in the sun and you're getting exposure on a daily basis. This is very significant for you now. And um, to be able to stop it with a simple vitamin is is really outstanding. I think that uh, the researchers should be um, applauded for such a wonderful uh, discovery, really. And it's so simple. Yeah, it does sound like a fantastic discovery. And have you had personal experience using it for treatment yet? Yes. Uh, thankfully, I was speaking with Diona when she was doing her original research uh, four years ago. And uh, I was so impressed with it. I've actually had my patients on uh, on the B3 uh, ever since. And I've been able to see that improvement uh, in, in the people that are um, uh, religious in, in taking it. Uh, it's really quite astounding. I have you know one or two that just uh, virtually haven't had a skin cancer cut out since because, of course, they're doing the proper thing with the, the sun protection as well. Uh, but it's been a real, real help to my patients. Okay. So that's obviously been a complementary therapy that you've been able to introduce into the skin center. Absolutely. Mm. And I think that, uh, you know, more and more we're seeing that, um, that the complementary therapies uh, are fit very nicely uh, into medical um, uh, science because we're actually discovering the science behind them uh, and able to work out which ones work really well and, and are appropriate for our patients. Absolutely. So we spoke about Vegemite and that was an example of a food that contained um, niacin. Does the same answer apply to other foods that are high in B3? Yes, sadly, there's no way that you can really get the full benefit of this discovery uh, via uh, straight nutrition. Mm. Now, if you were, uh, let's say you had very poor nutrition, you had no niacin in your diet, then you'd have a skin condition called pellagra, which is a, a horrible uh, photosensitive uh, eruption uh, caused by a deficiency in the vitamin. Now, in our environment uh, in Australia, we don't really see that in uh, anybody anymore unless they've been completely neglected and the, the, their diet is, uh, is terrible. Okay. So we're looking for supplement form only. Yes, yeah, sadly, we, we need to. Um, so what we've done is we've taken nature and we've boosted it. So this mm. is like nature on steroids. Um, and we find that we're actually getting a, a real benefit. You can't sadly get this straight out of nutrition. Okay. Um, yeah. But I guess these people are quite unique cases. So there is obviously a place for supplements here. Absolutely. I think that... Uh, you know, the supplements uh, industry is very, very large and I think it, it was very important to analyse which ones work well and which ones might not work so well and might work against us, for example. Yeah, very true. And it's always about the quality and research behind that supplement. Exactly. Very good. Okay. Would you like to share a couple of other messages to our listeners in regards to either skin care or sun protection? Hmm. Um. I think that um, there are a couple of simple things that we could uh, recommend. So if we stay on sun damage, we've talked about the most appropriate sunscreen. Uh, we need to apply that uh, on a four-hourly basis so that it is continuing to work. We need to look at uh, protecting with 
with clothing as much as possible. And if you have an activity that you're going to do, say, for example, gardening, if you could do it early or late, that's going to be more appropriate, remembering that, that once a week it's actually a good idea to get a little bit of sunlight. Uh, we've mentioned uh, the natural foods. So, for example, those mushrooms, we can make them have plenty of vitamin D, which is essential for us to avoid uh, melanoma. For people that have maybe the drier skin type um, and have got a little bit of an eczema tendency, uh, it's very important not to over-cleanse so that we can have, uh, for example, natural soaps, uh, which are fine for most people, but to, if you have an eczema-type skin, you really should try and avoid uh, any soap, be it natural or otherwise, uh, so that you're not over-cleansing your skin. Uh, if you're applying a moisturiser, always apply it downwards with the direction of the hairs. If you apply it against the grain, you'll find that folliculitis, uh, little tiny infections going down the hair follicles, become more common and uh, problematic for you. That's an interesting one. Mm. Um, there are a number of um, uh, other simple products. There's some uh, a new product uh, available now called Block Red, B-L-O-C-R-E-D, which is uh, a great product for acne and rosacea. And it's a natural uh, product and it's, uh, it contains honey. Uh, so we're finding some of these natural ingredients uh, are really very helpful in uh, improving uh, skin health, for example. Yeah, great. It's good to hear. Mm. Lovely. All right. Thank you for sharing the research and certainly um, your knowledge with us today. Before we leave today, could you share where our listeners can find you online perhaps? Sure. Uh, they can find us at the uh, at skincenter.com.au, uh, spelt the English way. Um, and uh, we've got quite a lot of information available and particularly uh, trying to make sure that people don't stumble and uh, let the chemist substitute the inactive form of the B3 because it's uh, quite tragic when somebody uh, has those nasty side effects and, and is not able then to take up the benefit of getting the, uh, the proper supplement. Yeah, absolutely. Nice and flushes aren't pleasant. Great. <laughs> Thanks for your time today, Michael. It was great to right. have you on the show. Thanks, Steph. Take care. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this Wellness Catch podcast brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the Wellness Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. Audible is offering the Wellness Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torps, Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch again that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook this has been a production of the check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.